What's up, Chicago Bears fans? This is T-Formation Conversation. I'm your host, Lester Wolfong. And, and look, my in-season T-Formation Conversation has always been the injury report. And I am so pleased that this year is not just going to be my voice you hear. I actually got someone coming in to help me out here, Mason West, who received his doctorate of physical therapy, a bachelor's of science in neuroscience, and a master's in kinesiology. And when he's not on Twitter, at West Sports PT. You can find him working at Team Rehab in Barrington, Illinois. Mason, did I did I did I get all the bases covered there? And when you say it like that, I sound way cooler than I really am. It's it's, it's pretty awesome. The coolest part is you're a doctor, correct? Yeah, yeah, I am. You know, every once in a while I throw that, but like for the most part, I keep that on the lowdown. Man, if I had a doctorate and I had a, that my title, that would be on everything. All my socials would be Doctor Doctor Lester. Everywhere you look, would be Doctor. That's cool that you're able to keep it on, on, on the down low. Yeah, you know, it's like I said, it's, it's fun every once in a while, but it's, it's nice for people to just be able to to know you as a person, you yes. know, a little bit more than that title. So, I, you know, it's a mix and match. I got you. So, so like I said, it's going to be a short and sweet show. Um, Bears and 49ers injury report. And, and we're going to actually get into the, to the Niners first because theirs is just as short as the Bears. Um, George Kittle, he has not practiced all week. Uh, he has a groin injury. And um, there's some talk that he may try and play. Uh, some of the beat guys from San Fran said that, you know, they don't expect him to play. We're talking about a groin injury of a guy that has not been able to practice this whole week. From, from your expertise, what are your odds that you think he'll actually try and go with, with a groin injury? I would say it's like 70% likely he wouldn't play, 30% he would. The only reason, too, that it's even at 30% is it's just George Kittle. I mean, like, he's yeah. done it before where he he spends all week just chilling on the sideline, rehabbing, doing what he needs to do, and then he shows up in the game and actually participates. But, you know, when you're dealing with a groin like he is, when you miss as much time, it's hard to come back from. You need a lot of stability from that adductor muscle that comes up and attaches to that that butt bone, you know, is the, the non-fancy way to say it. And every little thing he does, and he's such a grinder, you know, the, his blocking is so important in, in that offense. And you can't plant your leg well, and you can't drive off it if you have that groin injury, even if it's as low as a grade one or two. So even if he could play, you're just better off letting some of the other tight ends do that grunt work and, and trying to fight for another day. Because the 49ers have, you know, a whole season ahead of them with a little more aspirations than some of the other teams. Yeah, I mean, this is the team that was in the NFC title game last year. George Kittle is, in my opinion, he's the best all-around tight end in the game today. And he had a, a calf injury last year that kind of helped him that he was in and out from. So uh, I'm with you. I think he, he should probably t- you know, t- take a break this week, especially as Bears fans. Take a break. Stay out there. And the, the Niners have one more injury. Uh, Daniel Brunskill, offensive lineman, uh, hamstring. He's definitely ruled out right now. Um, but I don't think he was a starter. I think he was more of a reserve this year. I know he has some starting experience, uh, but he was not counted on as to be one of the guys that was going to start for San Fran. And their interior guard to, to guard is all going to be new players this year. So that plays well into the Bears because there are some question marks for the Bears at that D-tackle spot. Yeah, even today there was some interesting stuff going on in terms of some moves the Bears were making at that interior line. Um, and then, of course, too, like even before that, when they picked up Watts, it's, it's been this ever-moving piece. You know, Justin Jones, can he come back from an injury that he had back when he was with the Chargers, and can he show out, right? And But like you're saying, three new starters in there. I'm not, It's not the biggest thing in the world because I'm pretty sure Brunsko was going to be that backup center. I thought Jake Brendel yeah. was really going to be the starter there, but you never know. It's one of those things now, what if Brendel goes down? Now, all of a sudden, you don't have your backup center. What does that look for for the 49ers? So it still is a, a piece of the puzzle. 
it is a piece of the puzzle. Like I said, he he had a starting experience. I think he started all 17 games last year for the Niners. So, you know, it's it's a guy who has, you know, starting capabilities out. That's good news for Bears fans, but that's it for the Niners. I mean, that's pretty much all they got. So the the Bears moved over to the Bears. Again, just as short and sweet as it is with San Fran. Uh, Dominique Robinson, defensive end, has a knee. He's questionable. Valus Jones Jr., wideout, rookie, hamstring. He is doubtful. Here's another guy. He has not practiced all week. And I wanted to ask you this. He technically practiced on Monday. And yet he had missed some time earlier in the preseason. Um, and then Monday, of course, wasn't an official practice day because teams practice Wednesday through Friday. So they did talk about how how Velas was out there. Mm-hmm. Do you think maybe he came back too early? And that's why he couldn't practice the rest of the week? Yeah, that's what uh, that's the sense I'm getting is just that, you know, whether it's just him as a rookie, just be rearing to go, you know, bear, new Bears coaches, you want to play with your shiny new toy, just came back a little too soon. I don't, I'm not saying he aggravated it by any means, but I think they realized, hey, we got to just let let him relax. You know, you can't rush a hamstring, especially for a guy like him. He's a pure speed guy and he's a very straight line runner. Uh, if you look at some of his routes he had uh, back in the day when he was in college, he's they were not exactly the most crisp, clean routes, right? So he really does need that pure speed. And that hamstring is so important, that eccentric control. And if you don't have that, if you don't, you're more likely to either tear it, potentially off the bone, or potentially lead to something like an ACL tear. And it's just not worth it at this stage of the game. So the fact that he hasn't practiced this whole time, you, he hasn't been able to load it. He, it isn't strong enough in any phase, concentric, eccentric, any of those things. There's no way he's playing. It's just easier to just like, like let him chill. And really, I would think he's going to be out probably week two as well. I mean, it makes the most sense. He's like you said, he's a rookie at this point in the game. I mean, the Bears, yeah, we want to see him in the playoffs. We want to see them win all these games. But realistically speaking, I think the Bears know who they are this season. And they have some guys that can kind of fill those roles. And if, 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 if he is out, which it seems like he's going to be out, Dante Pettis can come in and take some of those reps at receiver. Um, as far as the, the, the punt, re, punt return and, and the kick return, the, again, Pettis can do that in, in the punt game. Tristan Ebner, Khalil Herbert. So they have some other options here. Is there a, a particular guy you want to see get get, get those uh, return reps instead of Bayless? I would think Pettis is the one that really makes the most sense in terms of punt return. And then kick return would have to be, for me, Khalil Herbert. I thought he yeah. did a good job of that last year, and there's no reason to change that up. And it's really interesting, at least in terms of receiver. Uh, now you actually might have new acquisition, right? Smith Marset sneak in there and get a couple more reps that he wasn't going to get before. Uh, he might be able to do that deep threat as well, because if you looked at him last year, pretty much all of his passes were deep downfield. So he fits that role relatively well, may even be able to do like an end around or two here and there as well. As Bears fans, we know this guy well because he killed the Bears last year, and that was like his biggest game, like five catches, 100 yards, and uh, he showed what he is as a player in that game, and and I was surprised the Bears got him, but I think he, he's a, a good pickup. I think he fits this, the, the room well, and, and like I said, with Jones out, he may get some time, whereas before, being so new to the team, that may, that may not have happened, but now I think he has a chance to get in the mix. Absolutely. Uh, Dominic Robbins touch on him. I, I think he, he'll probably play. He was a full practice participant today. Usually in the NFL, when those guys are full on Fridays, it means they're going to go, but we are talking about your fourth or fifth defensive end. You know, maybe he's a guy that they want to just be cautious with. Um, it's a knee. They haven't really t- talked much more about that, but just overall defensive end room. Are you confident if the bears were have to, would have to shut him down at least for one week that the bears have enough guys there? Like you said, luckily he's relatively far down that depth chart. We're not too, too worried about it. 
I was more excited about him just because of this, this raw talent that he has. It'd be really interesting, but you do, if you get into some of those longer drives, right. Where now, you know, Quinn does have to sit, um, Al-Qadi Muhammad does have to take a break here and there. Like, are you going to be able to rest those guys? Cause I mean, Quinn's gotta be on a degree of a snap count. He's not a spring chicken anymore. He can't be going the entire time. So you're, you are put in a bit more of a predicament when you, if he did have to sit, it's totally manageable. Like you, you could, you could deal with it, but it, it, but it would be still a problem. Real quick on Robinson. He went from quarterback, receiver, defensive end. That's a very weird uh, a, a career to, a, a career path for a guy like that. And, you know, he's been working on chaining his body over, and he's I think he's like 6'4", six, 6'5". Six, you know, he still has to add some more weight, but I think, you know, he, he has the, the speed, the athleticism to kind of come off the edge and, and give the Bears uh, a little something there. But do you think he'd be able to add the bulk to hold up to the, to the, to the rigors of the NFL game? It seems like he's got the frame for it. You know, yeah. you always look and you have the wide shoulders. Where do your hips stack? And so it just seems like he absolutely could. And he fits that mold that Eberflus is looking for. I mean, just he's an athlete, you know, and then you'll figure out the the mass <laughs> mass later. Yeah. That goes up down to, the you know, the Bears training staff. But he should be able to. Uh, there's one more guy I want to talk about for the Bears. He's not on the injury report at all. But Lucas Patrick, the Bears signed him to be their center. He broke his thumb on his right hand. He's been practicing this whole week. Now, as a former offensive line myself, I understand when you play O-line, you're grabbing. You know, it's it's not holding. It's grabbing. You're allowed to grab. You know, so if he's able to play guard, which is what the Bears are kind of talking about right now, and he can grab, but they're not sure he can snap. Can you talk a little bit about the difference in the what it, what the actual thumb does there when you're snapping as, as far as grabbing jersey? Yeah, sure, Absolutely. Well, first you have to look at the you know, whole aspect that he needed the surgery in the first place. So likely that meant that either A, the break was pretty close to the joint, or B, that there was some tendon damage. So if there's tendon damage and they had to do any reattachment or anything of that nature, that's also going to slow that recovery, hence why he's still probably in the hard cast, and hence why you really can't use that thumb in the first place. Now, why do you need the thumb when you're snapping? Uh, the biggest thing is opposition. So that's when your thumb and your pinky come together, right? So if you do that little sign, try and touch them, you can't do that in a hard cast. Now, to try to imagine holding a football without being able to bring that thumb in, I mean, that's just asking for Fumble City, like over and over and over again, right? It's, you're getting jarred on the line. You got that nose tackle, whoever it might be coming right at you. There's just no way you're going to be able to control the ball well. And that's the reason that's different in terms of just simply blocking like you would at a guard position is really you can still use the wrist and contort it in a way, even with that hard cast on, that you're going to be able to use the rest of the fingers and get underneath the pad. And yeah. you only need the thumb. The thumb just has to be able to sit in that extended position. It doesn't have to come out and across like it would be for snapping the ball. That's awesome. I, I never thought of it that way. I mean, like, like I said, I'm, I'm just a dumb old lineman. I just <laughs> I just understand you want to grab in there. But, yeah, I mean, it makes sense. I, I never thought about as far as the, the fumble part of it. If you can't grip the football properly, then what the hell are they doing here? So, so let, let's say Patrick is okay to play. He's not able to snap. What do you want to see him do? Do you want to see him slide him into right guard, put Tevin Jenkins to the bench? I mean, what do you think the Bears should do there? I think should and would are two different things. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Should I think you should have Patrick on the sideline as your backup interior? Yes, right. You should. You should let him be the guy if if something happens, whether it's an injury, whether it's man, maybe Musford just real. It just gets blown off the ball too many times. He's there and because he can talk, right? He can be a coach on the sideline for these guys. The thing that stinks is we've seen the saga over the summer with Jenkins. Clearly there was a confidence issue, communication issues, all those things. 
how does that play out if now you say, hey, Tevin, I know you've busted your butt. You found a home at right guard. Now I need you to take a seat on the side because we'd really rather just have Pat, you know, Patrick out there or we'd rather have Sam be the center over essentially over you at guard. That's going to hit you right in the confidence. And, yep. you know, you can say all you want to, hey, buck up. This is sports. You know, you should be able to handle this. It's different. You know, every person handles these things differently. I don't blame Tevin at all for some of these things. I just don't, I think you're playing with fire a little bit. And he was on a roll. I mean, he was doing pretty darn well in those last couple of preseason games. So I just don't, I think what you're losing long-term is is better, is more than what you might be losing a little bit if you have Patrick not starting this week. Perfectly said. I, I feel the same way. I think at this point with Tevin Jenkins, he's not perfect. He's not, you know, he's not clean in those games in preseason, but you see the potential there at guard. And, and I would hate to see that go to the bench. Like you said, the confidence level, you know, I mean, who knows, maybe behind the scenes, this is something they've talked about this whole time. Maybe this is something that's been in his head, you know, uh, for weeks now where he's, he's expecting this to happen if he's not there, because I mean, look, they gave Patrick, you know, $4 million a year. I mean, he, he was one of their bigger money free agent signings. Mm -hmm. So they brought him in it with the expectation he'll be the leader of that old line. So maybe that's just kind of what's what they've talked about the whole time. But, Man, I'm with you, man. I want to see Tevin Jenkins mauling people. Oh, 100%. Right? I mean, like, I go back to, like, some of that tape he had at Oklahoma State, and he was just a mean, mean dude. Just, yeah. like, that had that nasty. And that's something that we talked about. I mean, it goes back to that 2018 playoff game with the Eagles where, uh, you know, right, Long was like, oh, we knew that we had them beat on the mentality side. We knew they were soft. And that's what we've been crying for for so long on the line. Yeah. You have a guy that can do that. And so it's just been, a, like, a rough, like I said, a rough saga for him. And I, I just – want him out there mauling people like you said he, he's kind of showed some of that the the, the mentality you, you want to see it's football everyone wants the tough guy but you know what not everyone can be coached the same way i mean it took him a while to get to where he's comfortable being a right guard you know wh whatever the reason was before he got there and he's there now so i want to see him play i want to see him start but but that's it mace that's a quick injury report this week i kind of like him that means the bears are healthy uh, but I kind of would like to talk to you a little more. So, but this is, are you, are you going to be able to, uh, to come back on next week with me? Yeah, I got this. Like I said, this is fun. Oh, Whatever man. you need me, I got you. I mean, let's do it. Every Friday nights, eight o'clock, we'll, we'll, we'll set this up to go live. Uh, we can kind of do this and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll cut a quick podcast and uh, we'll get you out of here. Still time to do some, some, some nice Friday night stuff. Yeah, absolutely. In and out. All right, Mason. I appreciate it. Well, once again, make sure you guys all follow Mason on the Twitter Right there it is, at West Sports PT. Um, he is an awesome follow, Bears fans, NFL fans in general. Awesome follow. I've learned so much from him. Uh, he had a great thread about Nikhil Harry's injury uh, a few weeks back. Just awesome stuff. Follow him. Uh, follow me on Twitter at WilfongGR. Until next time, bear down, my friends.